My beloved brothers and sisters in faith, without doubt we are living not only in the last days, but we are living in the latter parts of the last days or the ends of the earth. This is why we're not surprised the world is not becoming better, it's becoming worse and worse. We know about the pandemic, the economic decline, hardships and poverty everywhere. We also know about looming wars and acts of violence throughout the world. And so this speaks volumes that indeed we are living in the latter parts of the ends of the earth. We witness today and the days henceforth what Yahusha foretold long ago as the beginning of sorrows. And so we know that we are within the vicinity of Yahusha's impending coming to be with him on the great day of our salvation. However, not all on that day will be able to stand with the Son of Man. We want to be able to do that. We want that when he returns, we will be with him. And so for this to happen in our life, what is the instruction of our chief shepherd? Our loving Mashiach, now that we know we are living very close to the end of the world. Let's begin our studies in the book of Luke 21, 34 to 36. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. What is the instruction of our Mashiach to each and every one of us so that when he appears again, we will be able to stand before him in victory? The Bible says we need to be careful, not careless. How can we be careful when we protect our hearts so that it's not weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life? We know the world today is characterized by wickedness, characterized by troubles and hardships. This is why we need to be careful and not careless. And how can we be careful, especially with the events unfolding before our eyes? Yahusha also instructs us to be watchful and to pray always. Now, what does it mean to be watchful? We need to watch and become aware of what is happening around us and to look to scripture for guidance to prepare us because we know before the end comes, there's going to be evil forces that will try and destroy our faith. But if we are watchful, if we are prayerful, what is the promise of Yahushua HaMashiach? We will escape what is going to happen throughout the world and be able to stand before the Son of Man. You see, before all is said and done, there will be some who will fall, but there will be those who will remain standing. May it be that when Yahusha comes, he will find us among those who remain standing. We need, therefore, to stand up against the present evil in the world today. But how will we do that? To whom must we stand against so that we can stand with the Son of Man? Let's read the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, 
which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Yahushua Christ, according to scriptures, to whom must we stand against so that we can stand with the Son of Man in victory when he appears again. We must stand against the dragon. Brethren, who is the dragon revealed here in the Holy Scriptures? I think you know, right? Who is that dragon? The devil. The devil wants to deceive and in fact has deceived the world because he wants the world to be destroyed. However, his number one target, do you know who it is? Bible says a dragon was wroth. What is the meaning of that word wroth? Burning anger, burning hatred. And so he wants to wage war. He wants to make war against the remnant of the seed of the woman. Who is the remnant of the seed of the woman? The one who proclaimed the commandments of God, and have the testimony of prophecy of Yahusha the Christ. We studied this before, and we know our existence today is by virtue of fulfilled prophecy, and that we pronounce the commandments of God, even the Ten Commandments that was given by Yahuwah to his servant Moses. This is why we believe if there is one people if there are those whom the dragon is especially targeting it would be us this is why we have to be very careful not careless we have to be watchful and always pray why because the enemy is the dragon the enemy is the devil himself do not underestimate the devil why because he's crafty he's powerful and he is a master at his craft, which is the work of deception. If we will not be careful, we will be defeated by the devil. What makes him especially dangerous? He comes in many disguises. He's not going to come to you like a dragon. He's not going to come to you like a roaring lion. Yes, he's likened to a dragon and a roaring lion because he seeks to destroy. But he will appear to you as an angel of light. This is why he will pretend to be your, on your side. This is how he does his work of deception. This is why if we are to succeed, we need to know how to defeat the enemy, the devil, to stand up against him so that we can stand before the Son of Man. Well, how are we going to stand against the enemy so that we can stand before the Son of Man? Let's read the book of Ephesians. Chapter 6, 11 to 13, put on, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then, after battle, you will still be standing firm. And so what do we need to do so that we can stand against the enemy, the devil, so that we can stand firm together with the Son of Man at his appearing? We need to put on all of God's armor. You see, what we're going to study today 
are about the pieces of armor that Yahuwah God wants to wants us to put on. We need to put on every piece of this armor. Why? Because every piece of this armor is a way to protect us from all the different strategies of the devil. You know, the, the devil has not one, not two, but he has many strategies. Not only him, but those who work with him and for him. This is why the Bible speaks of an unseen world, mighty powers in the dark world. Those who work behind the scenes, controlling what is unfolding before the earth. And so they will work against us. And so Yahuwah gives us protection. How so? Yahuwah, through the apostle Paul, tells us we have to put on what? The armor of God. Not one piece, not two piece, but all, all, every piece of the armor of God. It's the only way that we can remain standing firm when Yahusha comes at his return. Now, what are some of the pieces that we must put on? Because this is part of the armor of God. Let's read the book of Ephesians, chapter 6 and the verses 14. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place. What are some of the pieces of the armor that we need to put on? So that we can stand firm against the enemy of our faith. Apostle Paul mentions we need to put on the belt of truth. It is important that we put on the belt of truth. Why? Because the other pieces of armor, it is supported by this belt of truth. Without this belt of truth, the other pieces of armor will fall out of place. This is why it's imperative we put on the belt of truth. How do we put on the belt of truth? By living the truth. You see, there are people today who receive the truth, right? Believe the truth, right? But the problem is they don't live the truth. They like to talk the talk, but they don't. What am I going to say next? <laughs> you don't know the saying. Huh? They like to talk the talk, but they don't want to walk the walk. Or walk the talk? Is that how it goes? The point is, the devil's strategy is this. He wants to prevent us from receiving the truth. But if we have the truth, what he will do next is to prevent us from living the truth. It would be okay for the devil for us to simply believe it, to simply understand it. But he will prevent us from living the truth. This is why the apostle Paul tells us, Put on the belt of truth. Do not just uh, have faith alone, but have faith with what? Works. We need to live the truth, not simply believe and proclaim the truth. Live out the truth. It's what we call integrity in our life. We are who we say we are. There's no, div there's no division. There's no difference between our public life and our private life. We do what we say. We fulfill what we proclaim. We live out the truth that we proclaim to the world. What else must we put on? Bible says we have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Do you know why the breastplate of righteousness or the breastplate is an important part of the armor? Because it protects a vital organ. What is that? What does it protect? 
the heart, because if your heart is wounded, that's a fatal wound. You're going to fall and collapse, right? This is why we have to put on that breastplate. You see the devil, he wants to attack our heart because he knows once he attacks our heart, he will corrupt it. And soon our spirit and soul will follow in its collapse. And so he wants to attack our heart. This is why we have to protect our heart. Do you know how the devil will seek to corrupt our heart? When he tempts us not to forgive someone. When we have bitterness or hatred or anger in our heart, what are we doing? We're giving a place for the devil in our heart. And so we need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We need to do what is right. We need to reject the temptations of the enemy. This is how we are able to protect ourselves with some of his strategies. What else is the strategy of the enemy? What else are the pieces of armor that we need to put on? Let's read the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and the verses 15. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. What also is part of the armor of God that we must put on. Believe it or not, a very vital part of that armor are what? Shoes. You might be thinking, what's the big deal with shoes? Well, if you're wearing the wrong shoes, first of all, you cannot be mobile, right? It's going to be a struggle for you to move. And if you can't move and you're fighting the enemy, guess what? You are going to be easily defeated. And if you're wearing the wrong shoes, guess what? You can slip and fall. Once you slip and fall, what happens to you? You are also defeated. And this is why we need to wear the proper shoes. And what are the proper shoes? The peace. The peace that comes from the good news. Do you know what the devil wants to do, which is part of his strategy? He wants us to carry the weight and burden of shame and guilt so that we lack peace that comes from the good news. Because when you have this guilt, when you have this shame, you lack peace. And when you lack peace, can you fight? It's very difficult to fight if you don't, lack, if you don't have the peace that comes from the good news. This is why what we need to do, brothers and sisters, is to repent from all of our sins. Whatever hidden sins we may have, it's going to create a lack of peace in our life. And if you lack the peace that comes from the good news, we're not going to be able to fight well, even if we put on the whole armor of God. And so we need to put on the shoes, which represent seeking that peace that comes from God. And the good news is, if we seek forgiveness, if we repent with all of our heart, what will Yahuwah God do? He will forgive our sins. And so brethren, let us seek that peace that comes from the forgiveness of our sins, that Yahuwah can fellowship with us through his son, Yahusha HaMashiach. So we put on the belt of truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We put on the shoes that come from peace, that comes from the good news. What else must we put on? What else must we add? Let's read now verse 16 of Ephesians chapter 6. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. What also must we do so that we can protect ourselves 
and we can remain standing as we fight against the enemy, the devil. Bible tells us we also have to hold up the shield of faith. Bible says hold it up. Use the shield. Why? Because the devil will fire his fiery arrows against us. Do you know what arrows do? It pierces a person, right? Do you know what the Bible calls piercing yourself with many sorrows? It's when you fall in love with money. This is why Apostle Paul warned us some, uh, in one of the passages in the book of Timothy that to love riches is what? The root of all evil, and it will result in piercing sorrows in our life. You see, that's what the devil does. He wants to tempt us with the materialism of this life. What else does he do? Not only does he use arrows. Bible says he uses fiery arrows. And so he will use temptation. He will use the sorrows of life, the hardships of life. He will use persecution to create pain in our life so that we forget all about our purpose and our mission. And so what is the weapon against that? We have to hold up the shield of faith. In other words, we have to live by faith, not by sight. In other words, we need to give priority to that which we cannot yet see instead of that which we can see at this very moment. Do you remember what Apostle Paul said? What you cannot see that will last forever, right? What you can see now, well, that's going to perish. This is why he said the troubles that you are experiencing now, that's working to create for us a weight of glory when what is unseen now will be made visible to those who are victory, victorious and conquerors. And so hold up that shield of faith. Live by faith, not by sight. What else is the piece of armor that we must put on? Let's read the book of Ephesians, chapter 6 and the verses 17. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. What also must we put on? According to Apostle Paul, we have to put on salvation as our helmet. Do you know what the purpose of the helmet is? It's to protect us, protect our head. Because if you are wounded in the head, that's also a fatal wound, right? So two fatal wounds we have is the wound in the heart. This is why the devil will target the heart. Another one is what? The head. So he will also target the head. And so what do we need to do to protect ourselves? We have to put on the helmet. What is the purpose of the helmet? To protect our minds from the ideas that come from the devil. Apostle Paul said the devil deceives the whole world. This is why today there are ideologies, there are principles, there are teachings that counter the word of God. There are people today who mock the Bible, who mock the idea that there's even a God. Now they believe in pantheism because before it was vogue to believe that there is no God called atheism. Now, what is replacing atheism is a belief called pantheism. 
when they believe that they are parts of God, that all creation is part of God. And so we are participants with this God force or God nature. That's why you can throw out intentions and powers to the universe because you are participants together with other creations, together with the whole universe. These ideas, they come from who? The devil. What's his purpose? To derail us so that we lose our salvation. This is why we have to protect it with our helmet. We must make sure that we don't end up believing the, uh, the delusions and the deceptions perpetrated by the enemy. And what can help us to be able to protect us from these deceptions? Bible says, take up the sword of the spirit. This is why Apostle Paul puts them together. Put on the helmet, also take up the sword. What is the sword of the spirit? The word of God. This is why we need to study diligently the words of God. We need to look at every part of scripture because every part of scripture is significant. It has a purpose. Yahuwah God gave us the Bible for a reason. There's no passage of scripture. There is no principle of scripture that has been given to us that has no purpose. It has a purpose and its purpose is to give us victory so that we can receive salvation. We need to study the word of God because the more we study the word of God, the better equipped we are to overcome the deception of the devil. And so we need to put on this whole armor. Do you still remember what they are? It begins with the belt of truth, right? Because all the other parts of the armor hang on the belt of truth. Without the belt of truth, if we don't live out, out the truth that we have received, basically everything else is useless. So we need to put on the belt of truth. We need to protect our heart with what? The breastplate of righteousness. We need to do what is right in the eyes of our almighty God. We need to put on shoes, which represent what? Our peace with God. So we need to repent. We need to find that peace that surpasses all understanding that comes with fellowship with God because we have come clean before him and he has blessed us. What else? We have to also put on this, the, uh, the, uh, the shield of faith so we can protect ourselves from the temptations of the enemy. What else? The helmet, right? And also the sword of the spirit. That's the complete set of the armor. After putting on the armor, the whole armor of God, what must we do now? Let's read the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and the verse is 18. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. After putting on the whole armor of God, does it mean that's all we're going to do? No. There's something else, something very important that we have to do. What is that? We have to pray in the spirit. Not only must we pray in the spirit, we need to be persistent in our prayers, especially when we pray for other and all believers throughout the world. This is what we need to do. We must never underestimate the power of prayer. Why? Think about this, brothers and sisters. The most powerful man who ever lived. King of kings and what? Lord of lords, the son of God himself, right? What did he do all the time? He prayed. 
That should tell you something. If the Son of God devoted much time and persisted much in prayer, how much more us? If you think that we can win this war against the devil without prayer, we are deluding ourselves. I think and we believe one of the things the devil will try to convince us is that prayer is useless, that we don't need prayer. But brothers and sisters, prayer is vital. Without prayer, it doesn't matter how much weaponry you have. Without prayer, it doesn't matter how many sets of armor you wear. We will be defeated by the enemy. Do you know why? You see, when we pray to Yahuwah our God, through Yahusha, Ahamashiach as our mediator. When we persist in prayer, what is the effect that that brings in our life? Let's read what it says in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10, a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Brethren, please understand and please listen to what I'm about to say next. It doesn't matter how much weaponry you have. It doesn't matter how much of the Bible you know. Even if you've mastered biblical Hebrew and Greek, even if you've mastered paleo Hebrew and Greek, there's no chance that we as human beings can defeat the enemy. Do you believe that? We cannot. We're but human beings. What we're fighting against is a, powerful, is a powerful angel that went rogue and went against God. How can we stand a chance against that? This is why when it comes to waging war against the enemy, what do we need to do? The Bible says we have to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. With our own power, we, are, we cannot win. But with the power of God, the devil has no chance. This is why the most important thing we can do is to pray. Because when we pray, we access the power of God without prayer. We are limited by our own power and strength. And that is not good enough. We need to pray because we need the power of God so that we can prevail in the war that the devil will wage against us. Well, how else can we receive this power that comes from God? Let's read the book of Peter 5, 6 down to 9. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. How can we, as people of God, receive the power of God as we stand firm against the enemy, the devil, who is likened to a roaring lion seeking to destroy and devour each of us? The Bible says we have to humble ourselves. And when do we especially need to humble ourselves in days of great suffering? And we know, brothers and sisters, this is what is happening now. Yahusha said long ago that before he comes, it is the beginning of sorrows 
sorrows that continue to compound and get worse, just like the pains that a mother feels when she's about to give birth. And so we know it, it will get worse. And so what do we need to do to receive the power of God so that the devil, even if he uses the sufferings in life against us, we will remain standing firm against him. Bible says, humble yourselves before the mighty power of God. Allow God to lift us up. We need to trust, not in our own strength, but in the strength of our God. And sometimes when we are in the midst of suffering and pain, some, sometimes we are tempted by the devil to believe that Yahuwah God no longer cares for us. Don't believe that lie. Don't ever believe the lie that the devil will try to make you think and say to yourself, Yahuwah God doesn't care for me anymore. Isn't it true? Isn't it true, brethren, that sometimes when we go through suffering in life, we are tempted to think maybe God doesn't love me anymore. Maybe God doesn't care about me anymore. But the Bible says that Yahuwah God cares for each and every one of us. This is why he tells us, give our worries, give our cares to God and wait for Yahuwah God to do what he will do. Because the Bible says at the right time, he will lift us up in honor. And so we need to trust God and his power and we must trust God in his timing. And so we need to be patient with Yahuwah God because he knows what he's doing. He knows the limits of our endurance. And so we need to surrender to him and let him be the one to help us become victorious. Do you know why we are guaranteed victory? What is the reason why Yahuwah God will protect us, especially during the hours when the whole world will go through tribulation? Let's read what it says in the book of John 17, 11, and 12. And now I am coming to you. Want to pause there for a while. Brothers and sisters, who is the one speaking in this verse? This is Yahusha. And this is a prayer, a prayer of Yahusha, our king. Remember, Yahusha sits at the right hand of our Abba. His prayers are filled with power and he's praying for us what does yahusha what does yahusha say that we need to know and now yahusha says i am coming to you i am no longer in the world but they are in the world holy father keep them safe by the power of your name the name you gave me so that they may be one just as you and i are one while I was with them, I kept them safe by the power of your name, the name you gave me. I protected them. Not one of them was lost, except the man who was bound to be lost, so that the scripture might come true. Brothers and sisters, why is there no reason for us to worry, especially when we go through sufferings in life? Why? Can we be confident that no matter what happens to the world, we will be protected and will be saved by Yahuwah our God? That's because we have Yahusha, our king, who is protecting us. When he was here on earth, what was he able to do? The Bible says he kept safe those who belong to him by the power of the name that he has 
the name that who gave him, that Jehovah gave. The name that we have, brethren, that also protects us. When we pronounce the name of Yahuwah, the name of Yahushua, the devil begins to tremble because he knows that's a powerful name. Yahushua says he did not lose anyone except for the one destined to be lost. He did not lose anyone because he was, he had the power of that name. And before he went up to heaven, he prayed to Abba and he said to Abba, keep us safe. By the power of that name. So brethren. Not only do we have the whole armor. Not only do we have the privilege of prayer. Not only do we have Yahushua praying for us. We also have the power of the name of Abba. The name of his son. We are called by that name. We who belong to the assembly of Yahushua. We, not only do we pronounce that name. We are identified. By that name. And so brethren. There's no reason for us to lose. And every reason for us to be victorious. And so before we stand together and pray. What is the instruction of Yahushua. For all of us. For all of us. Because we have already received everything. That we can ever get. To ensure victory. Let's read the final passage. Of our studies today. The book of Revelation. 3 10 to 12. Because you have obeyed. My command to persevere, I will protect you from the great time of testing that will come upon the whole world to test those who belong to this world. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. All who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God, and they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Brothers and sisters, we have everything we need. The Bible says we have been given the whole armor of God. Put that on. We have been given the privilege not only to pray, but to be answered in prayer. Let us pray. Not only do we have the name of Yahuwah and the name of Yahusha to protect us, we have Yahusha praying for us. And the Bible says, Yahuwah God cares for each and every one of us. So we have everything we need. Yahuwah God did his part. Yahusha did his part. We now have to do our part. What is our part? We have to now fight. Because the Bible says, Yahusha says, all who are victorious will become pillars of the temple of my God. In other words, we still have to do some fighting because you cannot be victorious unless we fight. What good would a, an armor do us if we don't use it to fight? How must we fight? Diligently, with perseverance. What does Yahushua instruct us to do? He says, because you obeyed my command to persevere. I will protect you. That's our part. We have to persevere in the fight. There will be times perhaps when we will give up. When we feel like giving up. Do not. Persevere. Keep going. Keep fighting. If sometimes we fall and stumble. Get up. 
Do not give up. We need to persevere until the end because Yahushua is going to come soon. Especially when we look at what is happening throughout the world. We know that Yahushua's promise when he said, I am coming soon, is already at hand. And so, brethren, we don't have much time left, which is good for us because we don't need to persevere that much longer. But we still need to persevere until the time when Yahusha comes. Do not let anyone take away our crown. And when Yahusha comes, what will he do? Bible says he will make us pillars in the temple of God. He will make us citizens of the city of God, the new Jerusalem that comes from heaven, from God. In other words, we shall receive our salvation and eternal life. That's why brothers and sisters, now is the time to fight. It's not the time to play, but to fight. We need to fight the good fight of our faith. Put on the whole armor of God. And when we do this, we will be able to stand against the enemy so that when Yahusha comes back, we will stand before him. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, yes. Yahuwah Almighty, yes, we believe that we are living in a time when it's so near. Yes, the latter parts of the ends of the earth. Yes, the world is collapsing. Yes, we can see this before our eyes. Yes, news one after the other Amen. speaks of violence, calamity, yes, natural disasters, pandemic, poverty, and hardship. Amen. Not to mention violence and hatred. Yes, Father. wickedness is rampant and everywhere. Yes. We know these are the signs of the times. Yes, and so as we watch the events unfold, yes. we look to scripture yes. and we find you preserving and protecting us. Amen. This is why we are not worried. Yes. We have perfect peace in you yes. because you have forgiven us by the blood of your beloved son. Amen. And so we turn to you at this hour. Yes, Father. Father, we will use and we will put on the whole armor yes thank you for reminding us yes. of what we must do yes. so that we can fight against the foe yes and we can remain standing alongside you Amen. father we cannot do this on our own yes father. we know the limits of our ability yes father. we are but human beings yes father. we are but dust yes. but oh how you love us so Yes. This is what gives us confidence. Yes. Because it is your love and care. Yes. That will enable us to be victorious. Amen. By your love, you sent your son, Yahushua. Yes. And so through him, we become your sons and daughters. Amen. We are your children. Yes. We know that you are our father. Yes. And so the enemy cannot prevail over us. Yes. We will triumph over him. Yes, so Lord. teach us to fight well, yes, to yes, persevere Lord. until the end. Amen. When we go through sufferings in life, yes, when our faith is being tested, yes, teach us to be patient. Yes, teach us to trust in your timing. Yes, teach us to find peace in your presence, yes, to find complete joy in your fellowship. Amen. Yahushua, our King and yes, Messiah, may you please be with us now. Yes. Because we know the enemy will do his best 
He knows he has limited time. Yes. And so he will pour out his wrath against us. Yes. Who are we to stand against him? Yes. We are nothing loving Yahushua. Yes. But with you by our side, yes. strengthening us yes. by your name, that precious name, Yahushua. Yes. We know we can be victorious. Yes. So please guide our hands, yes. our feet, our mouth, our mind in our yes, hearts Lord. use us as your instruments yes, that we can overcome all things and prevail in this fight Amen. to emerge victorious yes, when you return oh we will stand yes. by you yes, be with you and enter into your beloved kingdom Amen. father we ask that you please bless your people Yes, who were going through sufferings of life. Yes, of May you keep them all safe. Yes, Heal those who were sick among us. Yes, Help us to understand yes, that, Father, you are preparing yes. a wonderful place for us. Yes. Teach us then to live by faith yes. that we will never be discouraged by what we see happening now. Amen. Father, thank you so much. Yes, because we know you are with your people. Yes, you will guide us in all that we do. Yes, for we ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.